Pac-12 today! So convenient that the school's mascot has like a whole array of music that fits with it, you know? We need rock bands to do some mute songs, some Trojan songs. There's got to be some Cougar songs out there. Anyway, Sean O'Connell, Jeff Schwartz, Pac-12 today, a Hode Rubino Devils Digest, kind enough to join us to talk about the state of the program for these Sun Devils. Hode, how are things? Good. Uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, we appreciate your time. Uh, I want to start with, with basketball. Jeff and I just fleshed out some of our thoughts on football, so we'll get to that, but... Uh, what kind of pressure is there on Bobby Hurley with the performance of the Sun Devils basketball team this year? Well, look, I mean, let's get one thing out of the way. Bobby Hurley is definitely not on the hot seat. Um, you can call it the COVID mulligan. Um, you can just uh, call it an unprecedented uh, season, however you want to phrase it. But I just think that a lot of teams out there in the college basketball world have had some bad luck. But I think the level of bad luck the Sun Devils have endured uh, with a lot of injuries that really have nothing to do with COVID to begin with, on top of the COVID impact, uh, really has been uh, too much to bear. Uh, look at it this way. Uh, I mean, Arizona State in the preseason uh, was rightfully ranked uh, in, in the top 25 AP poll. Remy Martin was rightfully an AP All-American uh, preseason selection. But Remy Martin, Alonzo Verge, Josh Christopher, Marcus Bagley, the four-headed monster, for Arizona State that was supposed to uh, really take this program to the next level that really created those preseason accolades to begin with, that quartet has only played uh, seven games out of the 12, uh, I'm sorry, out of the 18 total games that Arizona State have played to date. So uh, with that having that many absences, I think it's uh, really hard for any team, including Arizona State, to, to overcome those. So that's why I have a season that really has been uh, much more disappointing than anybody imagined. So we're doing a state of the program today of Arizona State. That's all we, we had you on to talk about them. And, and obviously basketball is part of this next question I'm going to ask. Um, I've, I've been a Tempe. Sean's been a Tempe. You've obviously been a Tempe. Anyone who's been a Tempe looks at Tempe and is like, look, this should be a great place to recruit, right? The weather, <laughs> the scenery, the other scenery. Like there's just – it should be a place where top recruits want to go. They should want to go to Tempe and not go up to the cold Pacific Northwest. I've always contended that Arizona State football and basketball should recruit better. But they should be better at recruiting. They should have better players, should have more pros. Is this something that is valid, um, a criticism for the Arizona State athletic program? Yeah, I mean, I think that when you don't have a history of success, uh, that is something that can negate all the advantages that you just mentioned that any recruit uh, would, would, love, uh, would, would love to see over here. I like to think that football, when it comes to recruiting, is really turning the corner and having uh, what they term the pro model, having not only Herm Edwards, but several coaches on the staff that do have NFL experience, whether it's a player or a coach or both, uh, in the, in the, at the next level, is something that's really starting to attract uh, recruits. And you're really seeing some growth uh, with the program. It's really seeing just a different um, uh, element of swagger, if you will, with the football program. So maybe the quote-unquote sleeping giant that a lot of folks have termed Arizona State to be uh, is, is finally waking up. I think that uh, in the next few months, you'll see a lot of uh, preseason accolades uh, concerning the football program 
and really to me it's a it's a put up or shut up uh season for for the arizona state uh football team because they have really all the pieces in place right now that eligibility freeze that was instituted by the ncaa due to the pandemic has helped arizona state quite a bit we did not see a mass exodus to the nfl or to the transfer portal there are a lot of key players on both sides of the ball that are returning for the sun devils so i think when you talk about all those advantages that, that should be, it be in place for Arizona State to be one of the top teams, not only in the Pac-12, but just in the entire uh, Western uh, region, I think that just might come to fruition in, in, in 2021. But to your point, yes, it's absolutely been frustrating that you have a school like Arizona State, one of the biggest schools uh, in the country to begin with, with so many advantages, uh, not being able to realize its potential. It's definitely been an exercise in frustration for the Sun Devil Nation. Part of that pro model that you talk about with recruiting is you got to get not only guys that go to the NFL, but they, they're drafted in prominent spots in the NFL. Hopefully they have successful careers in the NFL. Like you said, not a mass exodus of talent this year, but are the Sun Devils going to have uh, a Nikhil Harry, a Brandon Ayuk? Are they going to have one of those guys in this year's draft? And does it matter if they do or don't? Uh, you're talking about if they're going to have players uh, like in the 2022 draft, if that's going to make a difference? No, I'm talking about this this draft, this one that's coming up, the 2021 oh, draft. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, basically the uh, the only player that I would say would have a chance uh, to get drafted is, is wide receiver uh, uh, Frank Darby, who did play in yeah. the senior bowl. Uh, did have some pretty good practices leading up to the game uh, itself, but uh, in the game itself, I uh, did not have the best of performances. Um, sure. I mean, uh, obviously, if Frank Darby gets uh, drafted, Lowen gets drafted, you know, day day two, uh, I think that is another feather in the cap for Arizona State when it, when it comes to the pro model. But I think that when you can point to back-to-back years uh, with Nikhil Harry and Brandon Ayuk uh, getting uh, both drafted in the first round, that's something Arizona State obviously would highlight more than Frank Darby because I don't think Frank Darby is going to be is going to be a, a first-round selection. But um, again, I just think that when you talk about whether it's football or basketball, just the, the last season or the current season in case of basketball, just being such a wash just because of the pandemic and all the challenges it, it really created. Um, I don't think it's really hurts Arizona State's uh, cause uh, that much. And again, when you just talk about all the NFL experience on the staff and what they're able to do in previous drafts, I think that would um, really negate uh, whatever lack of success, if you will, that Arizona State would have in the 2021 draft. I'm glad you mentioned this is the put up or shut up year. If you look at, you know, obviously heading into year, quote unquote, year four, I think to your point and a very valid point is that last year it's very hard to count, right? I mean, it just, it was a weird year. And then after game one, you you, you have a COVID issue. Um, but it feels like with Jaden Daniels, this is most likely his final season in, in Tempe, the recruits they've had, the uh, kind of where their position on the coaching staff and where the Pac-12 is now that this is the year Herm has to win nine or 10 games, right? Like this is the year they have to contend in the South. This is the year that you've been pushing for this, the year that you've recruited for. And is is anything less than a Pac-12 South championship um, not getting it done this season? Yeah, absolutely. I think that at a minimum, the Sun Devils do, do have to win the Pac-12 South. And to mention them as a legitimate contender to win the Pac-12 crown, I really don't think it's um, it's an outlandish uh, prediction to make at all. Uh, when you look at when you look at the other side of the ball on defense, uh, they're literally turning all all, all eleven starters. Uh, Antonio, Antonio Pierce, who was the co-defensive coordinator last year, 
Mr. Marvin Lewis is now going to be the sole defensive coordinator. So you definitely have continuity, both, both from a coaching perspective and also from just loads of talent, loads of experience coming back on that side of the ball. When you look on offense, uh, granted, it was a rough year for Jaden Daniels and the passing game. I think it was really a combination of trying to implement a brand new system that uh, Zach Hill, the first year offensive coordinator, brought over from Boise State and really having a very young wide receiver group who its leader, his senior, Frank Darby, uh, did not play in, in, in all games uh, due to injury and then opted out for the NFL draft uh, l- l- later on. But Arizona State's rushing attack, and you can talk about a small size of four games, has been absolutely off, off, off the charts. And those two running backs, uh, and namely Chip Trainum and Rashad White, are coming back. The entire offensive line, uh, aside from their center, is coming back. So there's a great foundation for Arizona State uh, to, build, to build on offense. If you're looking for just one key, one X factor, if you will, for this Sun Devil program to really take it to the next level, to be a legitimate contender for the South and for the Pac-12 crown, and maybe even surprise and somehow get into the final four of the playoffs, it's definitely going to be Jenny Daniels in the passing game. That was a unpleasant surprise, if you will, in 2020, but you like to think with one year under their belt, having a normal preseason, having a normal uh, 12 or more uh, game season in 2021, is really going to help uh, that aspect of the team because I have no doubt in my mind that Jaden Daniels and the talent they have at wide receivers can really be the missing the missing piece of the puzzle. And like you mentioned earlier, Jaden Daniels does have the year a lot of us uh, thinks uh, think he's going to have. This could be his last year in Tempe as he opts uh, opts to the NFL draft. So uh, a lot uh, on the line right now for Arizona State. But I, again, I look for Jaden Daniels in the passing game to really be that determining factor because all the pieces around. Uh, and both sides of the ball are really in place for Arizona State. Uh, that is the uh, only aspect that's going to be the make or break for Arizona State in 2021. Hode, we talk all the time about the fertile recruiting grounds of Southern California and Florida and Texas. I live in Utah, and I'm always you know, beating the drum like, look, there's a bunch of really great kids coming out of Utah. Per capita, this state now produces a lot of D1 talent, and the same is obviously true of the Valley of the Sun, especially like Arizona. Um, there's big time names coming out of there. You got a Texas running back. You got Oklahoma starting quarterback. So I guess mm-hmm. the question is, did anything change in the last 10 or 15 years about the way that that talent is developed at the high school level uh, to make it such a hotbed right now? Yeah, I just think that uh, Maricopa County, where, uh, where the Phoenix metro area is located at, obviously has enjoyed um, a huge uh, population growth in, in the last 10, 15 years. And one natural byproduct of that is, is all the talent uh, elevation among, among the, in the high school ranks in, our, in the state of Arizona. So that is something that, to me, really really just makes perfect sense. And, um, and, and Utah is, is another area, as you mentioned, that really maybe doesn't get the numbers that Arizona gets just because of the population disparity, but, uh, but nonetheless uh, really produces a lot, of, a lot of good prospects over there. Um, I think that Arizona State has really tried uh, in earnest to recruit uh, the local uh, prospects as, as hard as they can. And uh, this is uh, really a, long, uh, a long-standing uh, conversation, if not argument, among Sun Devil fans. Uh, should you be disappointed that Arizona State doesn't always land uh, the caliber of local recruits you, you, you like it to land? Or should you just be happy that you're getting a really good crop of recruits from, like you said, California, Texas, and Florida? And ultimately, I think it's uh, really comes to the comes to the simple fact 
that just like um, a lot of a lot of kids from California, Texas, and Florida want to get away from get away from home, the same can be said about a lot of local talent over here in the state of Arizona. So uh, whether Arizona State is or is not having a good season is almost immaterial in a lot of cases, just because they just want to uh, uh, spread their wings and go to Oklahoma or, or go to another or go to another Pac-12 team. So that's re- really what Arizona State is contending with. But nonetheless. When you look at the uh, successful recruiting efforts and you look at the level of talent that Arizona State has been able to land under Herm Edwards, I think a lot of Sun Devil fans are just in the mindset of, look, I mean, it's great that the state of Arizona has a lot of talent, but as long as Herm Edwards and his staff is able to corral that talent from from neighboring states or maybe states as far as Florida, we really don't care as long as the win-loss uh, record is uh, at an acceptable level, if you will. So that's really the mindset of, uh, of Arizona State recruiting. I mean, again, they know there's a lot of talent in the state. They're trying to recruit the best uh, in, in their backyard. Sometimes they're successful, sometimes they're not. But again, uh, when it comes to just the uh, overall um, level of talent, I really don't think that any Arizona State fan or really any Arizona State coach cares uh, what's the zip code of that uh, specific player that ends up uh, donning the maroon and gold for ASU. If you're not already following, at Devil's Digest is the Twitter handle. And of course, Devil's Digest com. If this is one of the dark horse teams in the country this year, you're going to want to be up to speed on everything with the Arizona State Sun Devils. Mr. Rubino, we appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure. Ode Rubino, publisher of devilsdigest.com.